Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Welcome to episode number 311 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. The title of this episode is Blessings from the Psalms. Most of the time when we as God's people gather together, whether in grief or in celebration, we sing. The style of music might be different, but singing and music just touches our souls. Just like when David soothed Saul's soul through music. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 23, it says, Whenever the Spirit of God came on Saul, David would take up his glory and play. Then relief would come to Saul. He would feel better, and the evil spirit would leave him. No wonder in the midst of God's written word are these psalms or songs for God's people. The book of Psalms is the longest book of the Bible with 150 chapters, more properly called Psalms or Songs. Psalms is divided into five books. Book one is Psalms 1 to 41. Book two is Psalms 42 to 72. Book three is Psalms 73 to 89. Book four is Psalms 90 to 106. And book five is Psalms 107 to 150. Now, it's uncertain why these Psalms are divided into five books. You might read or hear other explanations, but basically it's really not defined. Each of the books, though, end with a doxology or a song of praise. And I think that's neat. The final verse of each concluding psalm includes either praise the Lord or amen. Psalm 150, which is the final psalm, serves as a fitting final doxology, concluding with the words, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The book of Psalm teaches us to continuously praise God for his greatness and goodness towards all of us. So let's pick up this book in our own time and worship and sing and praise our mighty God. It will refresh you and bring healing to your soul as well. The division of the book of Psalms is not based on its authors or its chronological order. As several authors compose the Psalms, and their individual songs are mixed throughout the various collections. David is listed as the author of 73 psalms, Asaph of 12, and the sons of Korah of 11. 
Other Psalms were written by Solomon, Heman the Ezraite, Ethan the Ezraite, and Moses as in Psalm 90. The earliest copy of the Psalms is from the Dead Sea Scrolls from about the first century AD. There are various types of Psalms, hymns and songs of praise, lament or complaint Psalms, royal Psalms that were performed in the presence of kings or dignitaries, thanksgiving Psalms, wisdom Psalms, and a smaller mixture of other types such as songs of ascent, which were written to be sung by worshipers on their way up to Jerusalem. What I would like to do today is to start at the beginning with Psalm 1. Now, since we're still in the summer season, let it refresh your soul as if you're drinking a cool drink that you like to enjoy. But let me give you a little intro of it first. This psalm by an unknown author occupies a very significant place in the book of Psalms. As the very first psalm, it functions as an introduction to the whole book. It's no accident that its first letter is the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet and that the first letter of the last word is the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet. And so this pattern indicates that this psalm and the book it introduces contains the word of God from Alpha to Omega, from beginning to end. In other words, the book of Psalms may be a collection of hymns or songs, but it is far more than just an hymn book. As a wisdom psalm, this psalm presents a vivid contrast between the way of the righteous and the way of the wicked. And although no author is named, nor is any circumstance given for the writing of this psalm, the book of Psalms opens by dismissing the common illusion that the sinful life is the good life. Daily, the world is being brainwashed into thinking that true and lasting satisfaction is found by indulging the lust of the flesh. Television, radio, movies, and magazines all suggest that permissiveness is the road to fulfillment. The life of purity is dismissed, but the psalmist sets the record straight. The truly blessed person is the one who stares clear of the lifestyle of the ungodly. In his contacts with them, he avoids complicity with them or even unspoken approval of their sin. This doesn't mean that the happy man isolates himself completely from the wicked. Instead, he witnesses to them of sin, righteousness, and judgment and seeks to introduce them to Jesus, the one source of lasting pleasure and fulfillment and enjoyment. The happy man is a real friend to the ungodly, but he is not a partner with them. Psalm 1 is, however, more than merely an introduction. It also contains teaching presented in a form that is often adopted in the wisdom literature within the Old Testament. Our earthly life is presented as a journey on which we can follow two different paths leading to two different destinations. This psalm focuses as a road sign pointing to the path that we should follow. So as I read, observe that it's impossible to visualize a happy man who is not also a man of God's book. 
or his written word. He has an unquenchable hunger for the word of God. He loves the Bible and meditates on it day and night. And because of this, his own life is enriched and he becomes a channel of blessings to others. The man who is separated from sin and separated to the scriptures has all the qualities of a strong, healthy, and fruitful tree. And of course, my sisters, this is not just referring to men, but to mankind overall, so it includes us. Now, please be blessed as I read this first psalm. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Well, I am sure you're going to be blessed by the reading of some Psalms this month. I pray that you are encouraged by the words of wisdom in which we just read, but then also that you would live by them. Well, share these podcasts with your friends and smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforjesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.